When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Can I tell you what made my day on Friday? What made your day on Friday? On Friday, uh, it's when we, our, our episode of the the Upside with Kelly and Jeff, had this woman in it. Okay, stop scrolling if you're a mama, because I'm getting tired of seeing this mess. Okay. Remember her? Mm-hmm. Were you about to take your headphones off because you didn't want to cry again? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I wasn't gonna play the whole thing, um, but. She gave, if you didn't hear Friday's show, go back and listen to it because she gave moms everywhere uh, a little pep talk about not being so hard on yourself after you have the baby. And it resonated super loudly with Callie and so many people who are listening to The Upside on Friday, right? Um, She, a few hours after the show went live, Signed up to be a member of the Upside community on Facebook. That's awesome. Her name is Ophelia, if I remember correctly. She lives in Mobile, Alabama, if I remember correctly. Uh, And she is, like, famous on TikTok. uh, And she calls herself Mama Tot. That's cute. And she calls everybody who who hangs out with her on TikTok um, her tater tots. That's really cute. And that, this is apparently, I haven't gone back to listen, but this, or look at her TikTok. This is not her only pep talk. Like she, she has delivered, people were commenting in the Facebook group who knew her saying she is so wonderful and she makes me feel so good. And I uh, get messages from her when I didn't know I needed it. Like they just, she's, she yeah. gives all these good, cool pep talks that just pop up. So I thought that was neat. That is neat. I had no idea. I felt like I was like my world, my eyes were open to like a new world that I did not know. Uh, Anyways, I would love to interview her and do a bonus episode of The Upside with her. I sent her a message, but she had, and I posted a welcome thing in the Facebook group, hoping that she would respond, Uh, but she hasn't. And she's so, like, she's famous. She's TikTok famous. Yeah. So I don't know if she'll see any of the messages, but if if y'all have, if you know who she is and you ever have an exchange with her or something, just shoot her a note and go, hey, you should message Callie and Jeff because they want to have you on the podcast. Because I think it would be, I think it would be neat, right? To talk to somebody who, who can pull inspiration out of the world and share it like she does. Yeah. Yeah. And um, who doesn't love tater tots? The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for beautiful road trip weather this past weekend. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for being able to see my Aunt Effie and my family in Kentucky. Your great aunt. 
my great, yeah, we just call her, I basically just call her Aunt Effie for short, but she's my great aunt. She's Effie's, I mean, she's Ellie's great, great aunt. And the story with Effie is that she's my grandmother's sister. My grandmother is no longer living. I think she passed away like four years ago, maybe. And um, so she never got to see me be a mom. So it was really important to me to take um, Ellie to meet Aunt Effie, the one and only, the famous Aunt Effie. Now, there is a legendary story in my family, and that is when I was two, I lost my favorite blanket. Like, the blanket. The blanket. The blanket that um, every, or that some, maybe for some kids it's a stuffed animal or a toy or a pillow or whatever, but it was the thing that you can't lose because the kid will have a meltdown. And it got lost. And it got lost. So, and it was like right around when my sister was born and Effie was in town um, to help my parents take care of my sister and I. And she hunted down the pattern for this blanket and crocheted one, a replacement for me. And as she told the story to us this weekend, I was sitting on the couch right next to her as a two-year-old, just watching every single stitch or whatever they call it. I don't know what crochet. Stitching. Is right? it stitching? Okay. Knitting, um, knit, knit. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Not stitch, yarn, so, thread, whatever. <laughs> so she made me one and I still have that one. It's at my parents' house somewhere and it's got holes in it. And it's, you know, I, I tore it apart. I was so excited. But she and I remained super close after that. And she was close to my mom. And then when I was a teenager, she came to visit and she made another one out of extra yarn that she had. And told me to give it to my daughter someday. And I have had that blanket in my parents' house, in the closet, like in my room in my parents' house forever. And when I was pregnant with Ellie, I went and dug it out. And Ellie and I took the blanket up to her to show her. I don't even know if she remembered that she had had made it. I think she remembered when I showed it to her. But it was it was so cool. And it meant so much to me that she got to meet Ellie. She's yeah. 95 uh, and she's awesome and everyone loves her. And here's, here's a reason why we were sitting there and she was saying that she's going to go to Mexico yeah. over Thanksgiving break. And then she was telling us that she had like some. Yeah. Well, you gotta be, I think the cool, I mean, going to Mexico at age 95 is cool mm -hmm. regardless, but I think what's remarkably cool about Effie's situation is she had some recent medical issues. Yeah. So she's scooting around with a walker now and she has people come and stay with her at the house to make sure she, she gets around. Okay. And doesn't have a fall or anything like that. But she like, there's some people who would be like, nah, I'm 95. I'm tapping I was, out. I was in the hospital last month. I, I don't want to go to Mexico. And she's like, yeah, I want to go. She bought a swimsuit off Amazon. She did. She bought a swimsuit offline and she was telling us that she hasn't had time to try it on yet because she had like her medical issues and she was in the hospital for our, for a second um, and she's fine. But yeah, so she's amazing. And I was asking her, I hadn't been so to it's her. Fantastic, I, you know, fantastic optimism. It's beautiful optimism. It's amazing. And Jeff, is it, we're going to post the Aunt Effie episode today so you can hear it and, and get a little rub off of, you know, the Aunt Effie 
joy, but she uh, moved to houses. So she used to live in this house on Kentucky Lake. That was kind of like in the middle of nowhere. It was just like further from town and from stuff and from family and stuff. Can we, before you tell the story about the house that Effie lives in right now, can we talk, we drove by her house that she lived in the whole time Callie would go there to visit as a kid and all that. Like, mm-hmm. so that's the house that you know her to be Aunt Effie's house, right? Yes. So we had to drive by it. We ha- did. And, and it was nowhere near like on the way or anything. Like yeah, we but went you, out. Want, you wanted to go see it. I did want to go see it. And the new owners have painted it. Ugh. They've put, yeah, they put up a fence off to the side and we drove by and Callie looks at it and she's like, "This, it's not the same house. It's terrible. Has anyone ever driven by a childhood memory home and looked at it and been like, oh, they have made some really nice upgrades. Like it's always the opposite. I was thinking that too when we were there because who else did that happen to? Oh, Me. we went to see, and we went to see my grandparents' house. Remember in Asheville and like the weeds were overgrown yes. and my grandfather t- took such pride in his yard and it was always very well, like it was always mowed and like, the bushes were always perfectly done. And like the people that moved in, I guess, like they just have everything overgrown. I'm like, oh my gosh, not the same house. I, when, when, uh, Callie went up to visit my parents with me, I don't know how many years ago, I wanted to drive to the town my mom grew up in and see the house that I remember as my grandparents house. They moved when, when I was older, but as a kid and a, a young adult teenager and whatnot, we always went back to the same house, drove by it, same thing. I'm like, it's not, they've, it's not as nice. It's, they've destroyed it. They've cut, I think they cut the tree down. The backyard wasn't like as landscaped as it was. I, I believe that it never in the history of time ever has someone driven by a childhood memory house and said, Oh, they've made that really nice. They've done some great it's things to like, that. Womp, womp. Or we just remember it differently as kids. But I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure because Effie had had told us that they made some changes, and then we got there, and, and I was she like, was oh. she she doesn't speak really unkindly. She doesn't speak. She just lets her silence. So she was kind of like, they've painted it and and put up a fence. And, just, and that was it. And that was it. That's the end of the sentence. And we're like, oh, okay. that must not be good because she didn't say, oh, it was the greatest right. thing. And they've painted it and put up a fence. And I will say to be totally judgy, um, she had, it was like a log cabin kind of that she lived in and they like painted the wood. Yeah. It's a whole. So anyways, ch- that childhood memory has, has sailed. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I was asking her about her new house and her new house is like closer to town and it's like easier for her to keep up with and, and closer to family and all of those wonderful things. And I said, so how do you like your house? I love your backyard. And she said, oh, you know, it's, it's my house. And she didn't say like, she was, she wasn't like, oh, I love my house. Or she wasn't like, like, oh, I hate this house or whatever. And I said, well, what do you mean? Like, I know it's your house. And she's like, well. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's good. Yeah. I like, I like it. There are things that I like about it. And she said, here's the thing. I live here. So you can either be happy. I can either be happy about it or I can be mad about it. And I get to, and I choose to be happy about it every day. And I'm like, 
man, dropping the wisdom. And she said this, like it was no, like, she's just one of those people that constantly says wise things and just like, it's like a normal sentence. She was not trying to have a profound conversation with me. What she was conveying, I my guess is she's like, look, it's in the part of town I wanted to be in. It's near the family members I wanted to be close to. Is it my, is it my dream home? No, but it's a roof. It's a toilet. It's a stove. I'm content. And I thought it was a cute house on a cute street. It was a cute house on a really cute street. It was like a little, like, leave it to Beaver street where, you know, like, yeah, it was just, it was great. But so. that, that message right there is like the epitome of gratitude. It if totally you, is. If you're grateful for what you have, you will never be mad about what you don't. I think she, I don't think she would tell you that she practices gratitude, but I think she is one of the most great, grateful people that I know. We'll put the um, Effie bonus episode up here shortly. So and it, we recorded it a few years ago, but she's so much fun to listen to. I would like to propose, I would like to present rather a upside riddle. Okay. okay. This is where I want you to go in your mind's eye. You're at a Starbucks drive through It's a very busy Starbucks drive through And uh, imagine... The Starbucks is actually located at the bottom. Imagine a capital T, right? The letter T, a capital T. And the Starbucks building in the drive through window is located at the bottom of the T. Got it? Mm -hmm. All right. So every single morning, people line up along the left part of the T, the top, you know, along the left. That's where all the cars line up. Okay. Every now and again, a car will come along the right side and just stop and put their blinker on. Even though there's a half dozen or a dozen cars along, Waiting in a line. along the left side. Okay. This, this car. So it's either somebody who's intentionally trying to skip the line Mm -hmm. it's somebody who is just confused and doesn't know, or it's somebody who is, is trying to get through and they look and they're doing it right. Like they look down and they're like, okay, the white pickup truck is the last car on there. So I'm going to go after, after yeah. them. Okay. My question is this, the riddle is this, what is the more upsidey thing to do if you're a car approaching from the left and the car on the right has their signal on to go into the drive-thru. Is it upsidey to let them just go ahead and just go in? Maybe considering, maybe, maybe keeping in mind that they could just be confused. They don't understand. They're in a hurry, whatever. Maybe they're trying to skip the line because they're trying to make it to a doctor's appointment or a job interview and they just need their coffee, whatever. Mm -hmm. Right. Is the, is the proper upsidey thing to do to let them go ahead or is the proper upsidey thing to do to pull ahead and not acknowledge them because that is unfair to the half dozen cars behind you? Ooh, okay. There's a twist. I think. I have been, the reason I'm asking, I have been in that situation more than once in the past two weeks. What'd you do? That's irrelevant. I'm not asking. We're not talking oh, about what I did. I, I'm asking what the more upsidey thing to do is. I don't know if there's an upsidey answer to this one. I don't because 
I mean, I would say my first instinct is to say, let them go. But then everybody else behind you, like, yeah, I feel like it's like a domino effective negative that you're setting to everyone behind you. Thank you. See, that's why we're married. (laughs) Because I did not let the first person go. And I felt terrible about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, that's so awful. They were probably confused. They've never been to this Starbucks before. I was like, I feel that it made me feel bleh, right? Just bleh. So the next time it happened, I feel like the universe presented me with a second chance. It happened again. And I said, you know what? I'm going to let that person go. And I did. And the minute I let them go, I f- oh, could almost feel feel from behind me. Like everyone's judging you, everyone behind you. No, I didn't feel judged. I felt, I don't know. It was like a weird feeling where I I felt that everybody, like all of a sudden as this person, as I waved this person on and thought to myself, oh, I might've just made their day because they were about to be late for their job interview or their first day of work or they're picking up their kid, dropping their kid off or whatever it is. I almost felt the opposite, like not the opposite, but from every car behind me, like what if there was a person back there who was about to be late for a Mm -hmm. job interview? What if they're following the rules? And rules is a, yes, but rules is a gray area. Mm, Okay. Like they're following the status quo. And I felt, and and it was the weirdest feeling because I, as soon as I let them go, I, I, it was that I was like, that's so unfair to everybody well, else. Well, hopefully they're the nicest person ever and they will spread their joy to more people than were in the line behind you. Yeah. Because the whole point is to make a better ripple. So hopefully. I, you made a better ripple by having that person be like, oh my gosh, you know what? I'm going to go do 20 nice things today. Or just like be in a better uh, mood yeah. instead of making nine people behind you in bad moods and putting that. Maybe the, the ripple of good was gr- more grand than the ripples of negativity. Yeah, I think so. When we were in Kentucky, we were, Ellie goes to bed pretty early. And we were a little messed up on the sleep schedule because it's an hour behind there, but we were trying to see people, whatever. Man, I, if you, what's the movie with the um, where the women help the rockets get into space? You know, Hidden figures? Yes. Mm-hmm. I, when I have to compute just a one hour time difference, like as it, <laughs> as it relates to when Ellie should be sleeping or eating or whatever, I feel like that woman when she goes up to the whiteboard and she's or chalkboard Board and, she and starts, she's writing the whole and calculation. And I'm like, that's what it feels like for me to figure out one. I'm like, is Ellie supposed to go to bed an hour earlier or an hour later? And then what time does she wake up? What time is she supposed to eat? What time is it? Where are we? What dimension am I in? Where's Neil deGrasse Tyson to talk me through this? We get her to sleep and it's, it's what, like seven, eight o'clock at night, maybe. Yep. Midnight, I hear a sound and it is the sound of beeping. And I open my eyes and Jeff is up like, you know, meddling around, whatever. Turns out it's a fire alarm. A fire alarm was going off at midnight in our hotel and Ellie is like dead asleep. And we're like, oh my God. So I say to Jeff, we, the fire alarm goes off. We get back into bed. We go back to sleep. Like goes off, goes silent. Silent. Yeah. 
we, I say to Jeff the next morning, I'm like, you know, I was so impressed with your dad game because you heard the fire alarm, like when the first thing went off and you were like, I'm going to save my family and what's the plan. And if we have to get out of here and doing the whole thing. And he's like, Oh no, 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 no. You, you misread that. I just wanted, I thought that maybe, um, I left my iPhone over near where Ellie sleep because it was a small hotel room. Mm -hmm. So she went to bed at seven and we both went to bed at eight 15 because there's nothing, we couldn't do anything. We didn't want to watch TV and wake her up. We played on our phones for like an hour and a half. We talked quietly. We laid in bed and talked quietly. And then we're like, you just want to go to sleep. And then we just went to sleep. Yeah. Um, my first thought was not, oh, my gosh, how am I going to save my family? What's our escape route? Where do we meet outside? Would give me some sheets to tie together to lower myself from this window. It was, what did I screw up that is now making noise and is going to wake <laughs> our kid up? I thought I left my phone over there. Jeff's like, oh, my gosh, don't wake the baby. Don't wake the baby. Don't wake the baby. And I'm like, oh, my husband's up ready to fight a fire. Yeah. That's so sweet. Nope. And he's like, Will somebody shut the fire up? It's going to wake up our baby. Do you know what I underestimated about our quickly growing baby? Snack consumption. She loves snacks and she goes through them quickly. Luckily, we are members at Thrive Market, so we get... Ellie snacks delivered right to our door. It is so easy because you can go on thrivemarket.com. You can search by a million different things. So obviously we're going to search just for baby stuff. But if you're on a certain diet like keto, you can search that. And uh, then you place your order. You're going to save money because Thrive Market is an online membership based market. They're on a mission to make healthy living easy and affordable for everyone. So they're going to deliver what you need so you can spend more time on what matters right to your door. That also means member-only prices. They're working directly with each of your favorite brands to get the highest quality products at the best price. And like I said, gets delivered right to your door and your snacks are restocked. Right now, you can go to thrivemarket.com slash upside. If you join today, you get $20 off your first order and a free gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash upside to get $20 off your first order and a free gift. Thrivemarket.com slash upside. One of my girlfriends came to me last week and she asked me for advice on holiday gifts because she knows that one of my favorite things in life is finding the perfect gift for people. I immediately told her about StoryWorth. StoryWorth is an online service that helps the loved ones in your life share stories through thought-provoking questions about their memories and their personal thoughts. So for example, I sent a subscription to my dad a couple years ago, and each week StoryWorth would email him a different story prompt. So they would send him questions like, what is your favorite story about your father? Or what are, what things are you most proud of? Like things that I wouldn't have thought to ask him. And then after a year, StoryWorth takes all those answers, compiles them 
into a book along with any pictures they may have shared and ships them to you in a beautiful keepsake book. The gift ships for free and you can order books for whoever else wants them. This is a priceless gift and it's a great gift for the person that seems impossible to buy for, but it's also a gift for you and StoryWorth makes the process so easy. StoryWorth is a meaningful gift you and your family can treasure forever. Get started right away with no shipping required by going to storyworth.com slash upside. You'll get $10 off your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash upside for $10 off. As we head into the holiday season, we got to start thinking about all the stresses that come with the end of the year. We're talking about holiday shopping and holiday expenses. We're talking about encounters with family that you might only see once a year or situations at work or school. All of it adds up. Do you have somebody unbiased that you can talk to completely unfiltered? That is one of the greatest parts about therapy is there's somebody in your life who you can share everything with. They're not going to judge you and they're not going to be biased by relationships that you have or that a past that you have together. They're going to be able to give you unfiltered advice and unfiltered guidance. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, even live chat sessions with your therapist. You don't even have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Unload the stressors and get some unbiased feedback. You'd be pretty surprised at what you might learn. See if it's for you. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and the Upside with Callie and Jeff listeners are going to get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash Upside. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash Upside. Today's quote of the day is... Here are my three random things brought to you by Brown and Company Jewelers. Uh, I have had this story on my desk for a week now and I'm so disappointed in myself that I'm only talking about it today because it's the, it might be my favorite news story of the entire year. A Texas couple is flying to Las Vegas for a weekend of Vegas partying and they get to the airport and they put their bag on the scale. And the woman says, that's going to cost you an extra 50 bucks. I go, well, no, it's not. We waited at home where it's a 50 pound weight limit. We waited at home. We're at 48 pounds. Your scale's broken. She's like, we have the scales calibrated every day. You got to pay 50 bucks. Like we're not paying $50. It's like your thing. It's 52 pounds. Look, it's 52. So they're said, well, we're not going to pay it. We're going to open it up and we're going to take some shoes out or something. We're just going to carry them. And she goes, go ahead. So they open it up and their chihuahuas inside. <gasps> oh my God. Their five pound dog after they <gasps> packed burrowed into oh the suitcase. My gosh. I am so glad that that woman was like, I'm so glad that that like interaction happened or the dog wouldn't have made it. Right. So now these people are at the airport with their chihuahua an hour away from a flight. Like, yeah. Now what do we do? So um, oh, somebody who was watching the whole exchange take place, who works for the airline or the airport mm -hmm. or whatever, says, if you want, I'll keep your dog for the weekend. I'll take your dog home with Did me they take after him up my on shift. It? Yeah. 
So they went to Las Vegas and the Chihuahua hung out at the airport for the rest of the day. And at the end of the shift, went home with that person. And when they got back to town, went and picked them up. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the woman who um, owns their, or the, sorry, the guy who owns the dog said, um, yes, uh, the dog has a penchant for burrowing. Oh. Yeah. So, uh, okay. The, uh, the name of the dog, by the way, was Icky. Icky? Icky the Chihuahua. Icky the Chihuahua. Oh, uh, Chihuahuas, aren't they terriers? Oh, yeah, like Lily. Like, yeah, like, terriers like to, like to dig. Yeah. They like to burrow. Yeah. Uh, all right, my second random thing is over 50% of Americans said they would rather go on a vacation over Christmas than have a traditional family get together. Um, 59% of people said, let's travel, let's not do Christmas. I get that. I could do that. It's different now with Ellie, but like if there was no Ellie or if Ellie was grown, you're like, yeah, I could do Christmas at the beach. Mm. Like, a, like a little Christmas palm tree. Mm. I can tell Callie's not into that ever. <laughs> I I love my Christmas traditions. I really do. Yeah. Well, why can't the tradition be margaritas at the beach? Mm. And my third random thing, uh, if you enjoy yourself a cinnamon bun, know this. The aroma of warmed cinnamon actually ups your attention span and significantly sharpens focus. Stimulating compounds in the scent boost blood flowing to certain parts of your brain. Or you could just light a cinnamon candle. No, no, no. You got to bake cinnamon buns. Uh-huh. You got to pop the tube open. Yeah. And bake the cinnamon buns. Okay. Those are my three random things. The other day we were looking outside and I'm like, I think I hear a cat howling. Like, like that sound. If you've never had a cat, you don't know the sound. If you've had a cat, you know what I'm talking about. Ours used to make it and we would put it in the crate to go to the vet. The like howl. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what if there's a cat that's hurt? Whatever. So I walk out onto our balcony in the back of our house and I see... Two cats in a like stare down and then they stare at each other and there's some growling and then there's like some sort of a scuffle and then they're chasing each other. But it does not look nice. It looks very nasty. Like it looks like they like I have just stumbled upon a cat fight and I look at Jeff. I'm like, do you think I should break it up? And Jeff just looked at me and goes, they're cats. I'm like, well, I don't know. What if one of them gets hurt? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how it works. I don't know if there's someone's house cats. I don't know. They're just cats fighting. Jeff is like, Callie, I don't think that they're fighting. She walked over there. I think that they're making kittens. Yeah. She walked over there to separate the issue. I, and here's why I believe they're making kittens. I don't know anything about animals. I do, I I grew up more country than Callie did. Like, closer in proximity. I had friends who lived on farms and stuff. but. So I can't say this for certain, but it's been my experience that those cat fights happen usually at night in the evening. Like that's dark time. So you During, think cats don't territorially fight over the day, in the day? I don't think that that was a fight. I think those were two cats. I think the I think they swiped right on each other. Mm -hmm. Right, and it went well. The first date went well, and so they had a couple. The reason I'm inclined to believe you. Pina Pauladas. 
Uh-huh. Yeah, is because... Hold on. It, I would like some respect for that joke. Put some respect on that joke. Ha-ha. Pina, pina. Or maybe they had some meow garitas. <laughs> um, anyways, do you know how cats mate? Yes. When a, it's like very, but it's like very painful. Uh, That's the only reason I think you may be right, but I still think. How do you I still know that? Fight. I can't really remember how I know that. I'm not really sure, but it involves something turning into like a barbed wire and then it hurts a female cat. Hmm. It's a true story. True story. I don't know how I know that, but it's true. Throw a Google on it. Given that fact, it's a miracle that kittens exist. It, it really is. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. We would love to stay in touch with you by text. Text the word upside to 800-434-5454 and then save it in your phone as Callie and Jeff. I would like to go on record um, saying officially and uh, legally the state of Kentucky owes me $5. I don't think it does. There is a place in Kentucky, right when you cross the border from, well, like half hour, 45 minutes, across the border from Tennessee, called the Land Between the Lakes. LBL, the locals call it. Do they call it that, or is that just what you decided it was? That's what everybody in your family called it. Weren't you paying attention? It no. took me. It took me like a half hour to figure out. What oh they yeah, were I didn't know about. what they were talking about. Yeah, okay. they were like, yeah, well, you know, you go to LBL. It finally clicked because when we were driving in, there's a big sign that says bison and elk viewing area, and by the time it registered what that was, we were already past it. Mm-hmm. So then we we're sitting around talking to Callie's family, visiting with Aunt Effie. They said, did you guys pass the bison and elk viewing area? And I said, I did, but I don't know where it is. And they're like, it's at the LBL, or L- however they say it casually. And it's the greatest, because it's this huge prairie, and bison and giant elk live there. And you can drive through. Like, that's the incredible. I'm going to do that on the way home. So on the way home, we pull off the exit. It's right there, like one minute off the exit. You pull up. They, they ding you for $5. They don't say that going in. They don't say, go see the bison and elk for five bucks. They wait until you're at the gate and you can't turn around without embarrassing yourself and everybody in the car. So like five bucks. So you pay the five bucks, drive in. We saw the butt end of one bison from like 400 yards away. That's it. We saw- a, Now we, we saw, did get the caveat before we went from one of my cousins that they lost some funding. So I don't know if like with funding means like there's no new bison that come in there or they're not like, you know, mating the bison or whatever you do. So they're selling them off for burgers. Or they they might be selling them off for burgers. We don't know how many there are in there. It is fenced, which is interesting. 
you have to go through a gate to get there. Um, and there's all these like reminders because I'm sure you've seen the viral videos. It's like, by the way, bison are unpredictable and they may look cute, but they're, they will charge you. Um, but we only saw the tail end of one, but I thought it was like the most beautiful part of the trip. I would have paid 10. Well, what they should do is they should market it as drive through a beautiful field because it's like a five mile loop around mm -hmm. the whole thing. Be like, drive through a beautiful field for $5. I would have been like, okay, five bucks to drive through. Drive through the most beautiful field you'll see, see today, $5. That would have caught my attention. We would have driven through. And then we'd be sitting here going, you guys, when you go to Kentucky, pay five bucks, go to the beautiful field exhibit, and you might get to see the butt of a bison from 400 yards away. And it, it's like a bonus. It's like the bison's free. Buy the view, get the bison butt for free. Hmm. It would be my the you way. You just I think would it needs it. some like remarketing. Remarketing, but until they do that, the state of Kentucky owes me my five bucks. Hey guys, I'm telling you, some of your podcasts need to have a warning in the front of the podcast because I was putting on my makeup. Y'all have made me cry twice during today's episode, and I just feel for you. Callie, oh my gosh. Loving our bodies is hard, but you're on the right track, and it's going to turn out okay. And Jeff, good God, you're so sweet. Sometimes you drive me crazy. <laughs> Sometimes I want to come through this podcast speaker and choke you because you interrupt her a lot, but you love Callie, and you're so sweet. And anyway, I had to put my makeup on twice. Thank you for doing doing that for me um i'm a little late that's okay love you bye wow what a roller coaster ride today guys from crying laughing at the bat splat to the beautiful human alert wow thanks for that wonderful cry guys thank you Having a house that's put together and decorated can really make an impact on how you feel day to day. When Jeff and I come home, we want to feel calm and peace, and that's exactly why we picked out the furniture in an aesthetic that makes us feel that way. Joybird's fall sale is here, and I love a good furniture sale because furniture is an investment, right? Joybird offers modern, customizable furniture for every space, available in a variety of vibrant, durable fabric options. Choose from over 18,000 customization options or browse curated collections to find the perfect piece for your one-of-a-kind style or browse curated collections to find the perfect piece for your one-of-a-kind style. Joybird is committed to creating quality furniture and a more sustainable future. Each piece is made with incredible care using responsibly sourced materials free of harmful chemicals. Through partnerships with groups like One Tree Planted, Joybird is helping conserve and restore Earth's most precious natural resources. Joybird furniture is made with quality craftsmanship, stain and scratch resistant fabrics, and a limited lifetime warranty. It can handle anything your family throws at it, literally, and they stand behind their quality and craftsmanship. If it's not everything you hoped for, send it back within 90 days for a refund. Create a space that brings you joy with Joybird. Visit joybird.com slash upside and get 30% off your purchase. That's 30% off at joybird.com slash upside. Hey, Kelly and Jeff, this is Amy. I'm in Dallas. 
And I listened to the podcast this morning, and let me tell you, I was in tears the whole time. I just wanted to tell you, Callie, it's not going to seem like it ever gets easier, but it definitely gets more rewarding. It's always fulfilling. I'm the mom of a 16-year-old, and every day I look at her like I did when she was first born. So cherish the memories. You are a beautiful woman. And Jeff, you are a beautiful man. Have a good day, y'all. Hey, Callie and Jeff. It's Heather in Atlanta. I was listening to Friday's episode and definitely identified with Callie um, and her hair. I had COVID earlier this year and three months after I, um, I came off of COVID, my hair started falling out in clumps. I mean, just huge clumps. And it was very scary and my hair is definitely thinner than it's ever been and I hate it, but my husband was also extremely supportive and and said something really funny. He's like, imagine all the great wigs we're going to be able to buy you if it all falls out. And I hated him and I loved him in that moment. And um, I just think it's amazing that we have supportive spouses and it makes such a difference. And I just wanted to say I know exactly how that can feel in that moment and how scary it is. And um, you can rationalize it's just hair, but it's something that you love. And so I just wanted to say you're not alone and sending big hugs to you guys. And um, thanks to all the supportive spouses out there. We really do need you and we love you. Bye. Good morning, guys. Um, You're listening to Friday's episode and you're you're talking about um, saying the phone number incorrectly and, um, if you want a story to make you feel a little bit better, last week um, we had to say goodbye to our 15-year-old dog. He's in doggy heaven now, and it was obviously the worst day and week of my life, and I was just so out of it. And I called 1-800-CONTACTS um, to order new contacts, and I give her you know, the credit card information. Everything's all set up. And then she asks me for my address, and I open my mouth to talk, and I can't, I just start saying random numbers, street numbers. I was like, wait, I, I don't know my address. I could not for the life of me think of the address of where I live for the last four and a half years. I had to go get my driver's license and read my address off of the driver's license. When I hung up the phone with her, I was really concerned about my mental well-being. It kind of freaked me out. Um, but again, it just goes to show you when you're, when you're stressed or you're going through something really tough, sometimes our brains just stop working. So there's only so much room for, for things up there. So anyways, but I know my address now, but I hope that makes you feel better about the phone number. All right, bye. You kind of tell the human brain not to do something. What happens is we very often reinforce things when we put things in the negative. If you go through trees on skis and you go, don't hit a tree, don't hit a tree, don't hit a tree, guess what you're watching? You're only looking at trees, as opposed to follow the path, follow the path. The only thing you see is the path. It's literally perspective.